shorts on this episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Hello and welcome to another episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. I am your host, Insane Mike, and this is our short episode. Well, good night, everybody, and thanks for listening. Oh no, could this be the end of? Just kidding. Just kidding. No, <laughs> this episode. <laughs> gotcha. This episode, we're going to be talking about short films it's not a short episode it's an episode about short films you get it mm, yes got it so first <laughs> let me introduce you to the podcast crew no john sullivan tonight so Aww. so he will be missed so no no conversations of children of the corn i'm assuming there's a children of the corn storm somewhere he could have brought up so anyway mm. <clears throat> First up, she's a real hoser from the Great White North, eh? Terry Turford. <laughs> Why are you speaking Canadian? No one gets that, Mike. Oh, I know. That, All that. these intros are inside, yeah. inside jokes. Nobody knows Terry's Canadian. She's been able to keep that secret for so long now. <laughs> Next up, he's only had a few flipper babies. Jason Bollinger. Just a few. Just a few. <laughs> <laughs> An acceptable amount. Hi, guys. And then last up, he's the master of the art of the steamroller, Dustin Neal. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you got in the 97 Olympics with that, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Well. I, I like how I worded that, because it almost makes steamroller sound like a dirty sex act or something. Yeah, that's no. what I was thinking. That's Cleveland yeah. Steamer. It's different. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's probably one called a steamroller. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, it's actually when you... No, I'm not going <laughs> to <laughs> He does know. So, for everybody out there listening, we had a kick-ass um, uh, Canadian-themed movie party a couple Fridays ago? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> it was the oh, Saturdays ago. That's right. It was Saturday. Because that matters in this story. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. It was the poutine party, and it was all stemmed from the yeah. fact that Jason wanted to cook poutine for everybody. It was good. Yes, good. I'm glad you liked it. So, Charm. besides poutine also being a sex act, what, what? actually <laughs> is a poutine, Jason? It's. <laughs> besides that, it's. Uh, French fries with brown gravy with cheese curds melted mixed in there. Delicacy. Now I'm hungry. Drooling, aren't you? I am. For the sex act. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, anyway. Anybody have anything they want to talk about at the top of the show? Before we get into some films? (sighs) Um, always forget to think about this part. Alright, fair enough. You? Do you have anything? 
Um, I am really excited that uh, there's some really good films on Netflix that I need to watch. One in particular, I heard a podcast talk about it, so it got me really excited to see this movie, and now it's on Netflix. It's called um, House, oh shit. Uh, House Arrest, I think is the name of it. No, House Arrest? Not, no, that's not right. House, <laughs> um... Wasn't that a movie with, like, Sinbad? That's probably what he's talking about. House Guest. House, 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 House Guest? No. Well, that's the that's... movie with Sinbad. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Shit. Dustin looked Dang at it, his DVD collection. Yeah. It's an, it's an Australian horror... It's it's a... What, or wait, was it New Zealand? New Zealand horror comedy. And you know how New Zealand's, you know, do with their House horror comedies. Bound. House Bound. I keep calling it House Arrest because... Basically, that's the plot line. There's this this right. Th- yeah. This have you watched it yet? I have. Uh huh. I've I've only I I wait way too late at night to start watching it. So I've only made it past where um they blow up the <laughs> they blow up the ATM machine right at the beginning and I pass oh. out at the fucking time. So <clears throat> how is it? I, I'm really excited to watch it. The cover is really cool looking too. It w- it was fun. It it gets a little weird toward the end and I didn't really know what to think of it but I mean it was it was alright yeah I, I hear that it keeps like uh, uh, shifting gears on you like, a little bit yeah at, at first they at first they think what's going on in the house is one thing and then it and then it turns out to be another thing but then there's a whole other plot line that's going on too or something pretty much yeah that, that about sounds right <laughs> It sounds like it has a little bit of a people under the stairs thing going on in it. Oh, I've never seen that movie, but sure. Wait, we weren't you? Yeah, nice try. I was not on that episode. Terry, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. Great, we're going to have to do that one over now. (laughs) (laughs) This is so you can see people under the stairs. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, well, I'm excited to watch it. I have tomorrow off. Maybe I'll get around to watching it. And I'm and also, maybe, I'm sorry. What? What's that other one that I told you that you have to fucking watch that you still haven't watched? Dead Snow Two. <laughs> Thank you. Watch it, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's on Netflix, so that's exciting as well. I mean, they got some good stuff, good good stuff going on this month with, on Netflix. So, pretty stoked. And Mash. So you know what happened <laughs> is like you every time I go to watch on. one of these other movies. I just click on MASH, and I watch like five episodes. I'm like, oh, I could just watch one episode of MASH. If I've learned anything about myself over the years, there's just no such thing as only one episode of MASH. So. And I'm also loving the um, Shout Factory um, streaming channel. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. They just added like six, um, um, how do you say his name, Warren Zertog movies. So like, oh, I can finally see some of his movies and Herzog. Herzog is that how you say Warner it? Herzog. Yeah. Man, he said Zertog. all sorts. Of... Like, wasn't oh, that I'm a sorry. Superman alien or something? The, the T is silent. I forgot. What? It starts with an H, dude. <laughs> He's not good with his letters. What? <laughs> anyway, Turt's dog. Turt's dog. They just added those movies and, and and another episode of Mystery Science Theater, which is good because I think I've watched everything on that uh, 
on that channel now, so it's about time they've added some stuff. About time. It's been out for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> and I've watched everything that's on. It's no not a wonder you don't get anything right done. Oh, whatever. You're busy. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so it's good. Got it. Good stuff. Yes, I recommend everybody stream that. Little little bummed on their horror selection right now, to kind of relate it back to the show. They have scanners <laughs> two and three, and then a whole bunch of uh, Elvira movie macabre episodes on there, and that's really it for the horror selection. What's wrong with that? What scanners two and three? Yeah, you, have you, you love the no. You're right. That's what I thought. <laughs> <clears throat> So short films. So we kind of uh, so we since there's thousands upon thousands of short films, we picked a um, select few to talk about on this episode. And I don't know about you guys, but I like the idea of this topic. I think this is something that that we should maybe revisit since there are so many awesome horror movie short films out there. You know, and and mm -hmm. we've been to dozens of uh, film festivals and stuff, and and. <clears throat> so many that we could be talking about that uh, I think it's a good time. And no other podcast really does that topic of, of short films that I've ever heard. So um, it's it's pretty cool to be able to give some of these films some spotlight and some discussion. So. Yeah, and, and after you know we get done talking about them, the audience can go right and watch it. You know, They don't have to pay anything. They don't have to rent anything or go out and find it. They can go straight to the internet and just watch whatever we're talking about. Yes, exactly, and I and every single one that uh, that we have picked for this episode are available on YouTube. Um, that was also to make sure that we all watched them. <laughs> so they were on YouTube, <clears throat> so that yeah, easily accessible. And some of these, uh, I when I was doing some research, there's a few of these uh, that kept showing up. There, a lot of these are like ones that I love and have loved over the years. There's some oldies but goodies on here. Uh, but then uh, some of the more recent ones are ones that like I would type in the topic. I would Google the topic of top horror short films. And a few of these films showed up on several lists. So, <clears throat> so who wants to start? Okay, let's rephrase that. Dustin, why don't you start us off? <laughs> Dustin! <laughs> okay. Well, do, do we just want to go down the list, or do you want me to talk about uh, my favorite one? Or Yeah, let's just do that. Pick your favorite one. What's your, what was your favorite one from the... Uh, well, out of, out of all of them, I think um, Lights Out is probably my favorite. Um, oh, fuck. Just because, you know, there, there are some on our list that are... Eight minutes, ten minutes, which is a perfect amount of time, and and that and those usually fly by uh, pretty quickly. But lights out, it was only about maybe two and a half minutes, and it packed more punch than I think any of the others did in their you know longer running time. Uh, it was just so effective, and I don't even think there is a line at all in the entire short film. Mm. Um, are we going to give these away, or do we want people to watch these? I mean, I don't... <clears throat> well, I think, I, I think in the interest of, uh, of, of the audience that we should maybe at least give somewhat of a synopsis. I mean, we don't want to... 
Okay. I try to do any spoilers, and I and I and when I say that, I realize like, yeah, this isn't going to be much of a synopsis <laughs> for this one, but it's it's hard not to spoil this one, but uh, you know, because I said there's no lines. It's just a lady who's in her home, uh, who's uh, basically turning off her lights and seeing something, and uh, uh, there's something in her home, and <laughs> it involves the lights. So there we go. <laughs> Hence the name Lights Out. Yes. Now, probably a lot of listeners out there have are already familiar with this one because I had seen this before. <clears throat> it had, it had made made its rounds on um, on Facebook quite a bit. I, I had a lot of people posting this one on Facebook uh, mm-hmm. months back. So, oh man, this one's got like one of the scariest things that I've. I personally have always thought was like the scariest thing in movie that a movie could ever do is like something's coming at you and you hide under your blanket and then Mm. just not being able to see what's going on what could be right outside of this blanket yeah right that yeah that fucking feeling it would just (laughs) give me goosebumps Always have. It's like always been like the scariest thing I've always wanted to incorporate in our films, but like that that thing and feeling that being so close, but you're just hiding your eyes so you can't see what the fuck's right on the other side of this blanket, and that's just terrifying. I have to go, dude. Yeah, that's like that's the worst part of this thing for me. Like, she's really... hiding under the blankets and she's getting ready to pop her head out. Like no. Just go to sleep. Nothing's there. Just go to sleep. Don't look. Don't look. Good luck with that. <laughs> well, yeah, after I hear that pitter-patter uh, on the oh, floor, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. that's Yep, underneath the blankets and never looking again. Does anyone else think at the very beginning when she's flipping the lights on and off and you see kind of a figure in the dark... I think it looks like the fucking predator. Like it looks like the outline of the predator to me. <laughs> well, like smaller. a yeah, like a five foot predator maybe. Yeah. No, it it's looked like it, it looks like a fucking predator. It looked I exactly like I thought it was gonna, and that's what scared me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mean you mean the final reveal? Yeah. Fuck. That, that says something because usually. You have something built up in your mind. It's it's never quite what you expect, and it totally matched that, huh? Oh yeah, it was everything that I thought it was gonna be. It was creepy. It was like almost cute, but creepy and fuck. It was <laughs> fucked. It was just fucked. Well, I honestly didn't think we were gonna get to see it. Yeah, and that's gonna... also why it was such a moment of like, yeah. holy yeah, fuck, yeah. they just showed it. <laughs> <laughs> I find it creepy on how still it was, except for just the small motion of the hand turning the light back off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's good. <laughs> really good, really effective. <clears throat> was it, um, the link on it, what was, like, the full title, the full YouTube title? Did it say something about it being, like, a... Like a forty-eight-hour film or something, winner of of something, yeah. It did yeah. win a festival of some kind. I didn't see which one it did, though. I just, for some reason, I had in my mind that it was like a Who's part of a, like a twenty-four. Who's their film challenge? 
best short at Oh, film faint. challenge. Okay, maybe that's why I was thinking. Okay. Okay. I somehow I had it in my head that it was part of like a 24-hour film challenge or 48, and I'm just like, you did a kick-ass job if they shot that in 24 to Well, but it's so simple. Hours. There's like no gore. There's nothing. It's, that's, yeah. That's also one of the things that's awesome about it is it is so simple. They really honed in on the core of what creepy and what suspense and what scary alone by yourself shit can... Woo! Yeah. Yeah, it really taps and taps a nerve for the whole, whole, like, you know, fear of the dark, fear of, like, being home alone, hiding underneath the blankets, all that, you know? Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, so, check out Lights Out. We'll put links on the site, too. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, so thanks for handing that one to the list, Dustin. It was a good good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Terry, what about you? Do you have a favorite from the list? Oh, goodness. Well, I watched one today that was added later on. Um, the Smiling Man one. <laughs> oh, that one's probably my favorite. I really liked that one. Just something about a creepy any any person or creature that smiles. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I'm so scared of smiling things, but You're scared of happiness, fact, Terry. Let's let's really talk about it. Let's, let's get into the the deep the deepness of this problem here. Um, <laughs> but oh no! But then he's got like almost doing like a fucking Monty Python silly walk or something but it's like creepified and then he's like staring up the whole time which makes it a million times worse for some reason I don't I I really enjoyed it it's so weird it's just it's uncomfortable and then it almost got ruined for me though like well, I don't want to spoil. Like, there's one point, the point when he actually looks at him. Like, it was almost kind of goofy and not creepy to me for some reason. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah, that I, one, I agree. That one shot, it was just like, uh, <laughs> I just started laughing. Yeah, <laughs> it had me when he was coming towards him at first. And yeah, it had me when he crossed the street and he's just standing there still. And it ha- had me for most of that until, yeah, until at that point. I was just, that one, yeah. Yeah. But is that the final, aside from is that, that the final moment? No. Right before yeah. he starts running at him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the okay. final yeah, moment popped. Like, I knew that it was going to happen in the final moments, <laughs> and it still made me jump. So I still thought that was successful, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Just. Uh, don't smile at me. Aww. <laughs> but this one also, like, this, I, feel, I felt like that dude, the other dude, did exactly what I would do. Cross the fucking street. Yeah. Uh, that's, what you're, that's what you're taught in elementary school. Yeah. Except that he stopped too much. Like, he kept doing the horror movie thing where you have to stop and look back and see... Just fucking get out of there. What the fuck? He's going to take off running every time something's weird? 
Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah you Except would. Except I don't like to run, so... <laughs> <laughs> I might die. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, what I found interesting, what I found effective about it is that guy it was so it was such a borderline. They did a good job of keeping it on the line of the creepy. I think a lot of it had to do with the score. I think if you go back and yeah. put in like yeah. Three Stooges music, it would take on a whole other tone. <laughs> um, but but it was just it was just like awkward enough that it could have been like silly and funny, and uh, and also just at the same time creepy and then the fact that he kept coming towards this guy and and that's kind of how the guy was reacting to it at first too he just thought it was just some drunk and almost like he was you know doing some dance moves there right at the beginning as he's walking right. down the sidewalk yeah. you know and and obviously it doesn't look like this guy is focused on on him at all because he's like staring up at the sky but just that, that whole <laughs> Yeah, just that whole oddly way his head is cocked and just the unnatural um, body movement and everything. Um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really creepy, but at the same time, it could have easily lapsed into comedy. <clears throat> and I, and I, know I when, um, at, Oh, sorry. Okay. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um. I looked into it a little bit to see I was trying to see if it was based on any sort of story or anything and apparently it was um, inspired by some sort of oh, uh, yeah. comment section of Reddit is what I saw yeah that's been oh. happening a lot lately people have been yeah. posting creepy stories and people have been going out and filming them oh oh that sounds cool yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of, been a lot of that. I haven't seen a lot of them, and I, I had heard about this one. I was kind of, I don't know, kind of disappointed about this one, but it was, it was, it was neat up until a point. I think that's a neat idea that people to do that, just to take somebody's story and, and do it so yeah, freely. There, yeah, there we go. I don't have to write anything, uh, Jason. <laughs> let's just read those and shoot those things, man. Okay. Awesome. <clears throat> um. Well, now I kind of want to read the original story because I wonder if this guy, if the guy with the weird neck chased him down or not. So I know when um, when Jason, uh, I was trying to get you to watch these damn short films, and I told you about this one, on how it's... One of the... I know one of the things that really freaks Jason out, and it does me too, is like the un... Uh, like unnatural movements of bodies in in films, yeah. like in a like a Silent Hill thing or a a ring a ring thing, type of thing. Mm -hmm. And what's what's interesting about this is like I find it just as creepy as those kind of things, um, but but it's completely hundred percent natural. They didn't. There's no camera trickery or anything to it. It's just uh, the guy just does the sells it all with his with his own movement. What do you think it's of that, Jason? Weird. Um, it didn't feel like anything like the ring did to me. Oh, really? You know, like, I didn't think it was scary f from the movement. It was just weird as fuck. I somehow imagined it was like you in high school and how you used to walk down the <laughs> hallways at school, but... Oh, shit. You know what? You're right. 
I would never dan dance down the hallways, but I've walked down the hallway staring at the ceiling before. <laughs> Wild and crazy guys. Yeah. Uh. And then and then one of my friends at the other side of the down the hall would would count how many people would look up as I passed them. <laughs> Good times. All right, you should do your next short, Mike. Should a spoof of the Monty Python skit, the Ministry of Silly Walks, but it should be like the Ministry of Creepy Walks. Oh. That has, that has possibilities. <laughs> if, I, if I do it, do I have to give you a writing credit? Um, yes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> Not doing that. <laughs> Do you, do you know any Japanese little Japanese girls with long hair that we can brush in their, their face? Because you'd have to have four or five of those. Just just no wait till a circus comes into town with uh, contortionists. Oh, okay. Like, St. Milani's part Asian, sort of. <laughs> Kinda? <laughs> Kinda? <laughs> Alright, yeah, so Smiling Man. Yeah, that's creepy. Creepy. Very creepy. Very creepy. So, did you guys watch Eel Girl? Did everybody get a chance to watch that one? Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, I missed that one. I skipped over that one. Oh, bummer. By accident. It's not that I didn't want to watch it. That's okay. It's a, I, I thought it was pretty cool. What'd you guys think? It had boobs in it. I liked it. I know, it right boobs. there on YouTube. Uh, yeah, Dustin, you skipped the wrong one. I skipped the boobs. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Damn it. But they're weird eel girl boobs. That's true. You've never seen Don't boobs matter. like these. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like it was. That was okay. I thought it was funnier than scary. Like I thought it was, I was. Yeah, because of the guy and looking his lips, I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, like you're getting all perv, excited, but you're gonna get what's coming to you, and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, with that, with that character in the film, it definitely made it very awkward to enjoy the boobs in the in the film. <laughs> Speak it's for like, yourself. Oh, but anyway, I'm no better than this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, why would you go into that room to have sex with this eel girl? She's got gnarly fangs and like pale skin, gills, and like claws. But he's like, oh, she I could probably friendly. do that. I could hit that. She got boobs. That's all that matters. That's true. True. Well, I, what I thought was weird is, like, they spent half of the short, like, doing this real serious dialogue in the beginning that I yeah. followed but didn't need to follow or care about. And I was like, why are you guys... What is it this was, setting up? Yeah, it was just basically to set up that he was alone, was right? too much? Like, it seemed a little too much. I, you yeah, know what, you're I, right. I had actually forgotten all about that. This went on and on about protocol, and I'm like, who gives a shit? What's this about? Yeah, it had nothing to do with the rest of it. Yeah, it's never it's never brought back to at all or anything. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that is so... That's almost felt like it was like, okay, our movie's too short. We need to fill it. <laughs> and then I had another weird, no like, uh, so... Sorry, Dustin, but she, you know, she eats the dude... And, like, right after she does Spoiler it, alert. like, <laughs> some stuff falls on the ground, and I thought she just shit out what was left of him. 
But Oh, I thought it was the clothes. But, yeah, her feet yeah. were facing the other way. So then I'm like, oh. But it was like... So, But for like a minute, I'm like, oh, she just... That was quick. She got what she wanted and just... You know, she's an eel girl. We don't know how fast her digestive process is. Yeah. Well, she swallowed the guy whole. Something's got to go somewhere. Right. Fast. So I'm just like, whoosh. I'm like, that was kind of neat. And then it wasn't that. I'm like, oh, it wasn't poop. I've never said that before. <laughs> oh, oh, man, it, it wasn't poop. No, it wasn't. That, that lady didn't just shit out a human in seconds. <laughs> and I was disappointed by that a little bit. But uh, no, it was just I, I, confusing I, I, for a second. <laughs> well, I think I heard her making hacking. I thought her, I thought I heard her making hacking noises, like she was coughing up a hairball. Yeah, yeah, that's probably just there. a bit his his uh, lab coat. Yeah, so basically, we're basically the storyline of this one is like there's this like a piece of this scientific research team or something going on, and <laughs> and these guys take off and leave this one guy alone. And he decides to go check on. Um, one of their experiments, I guess, and it's this like half woman, half eel, naked white chick, walking around, sitting in tar. I mean, what the hell was in that bathtub? And why did she have to get in it? Yeah, and get see, out of it? what this short film made me do, it makes me want to like research what eels do. Like, do eels actually ingest like their their meals whole like that, like a snake, or do I don't know. Oh, it would I make feel sense like it was a I don't well, know. Well, if the movie makes you want to go do some investigating on eels, then the movie did its job. I guess so. <laughs> That's really what the movie's about. I want you to research eels. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the whole movie was worth it for that shot of her swallowing him whole. I thought that was awesome. It was cool. Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> Yeah, Dustin, so you need to check out Eel Girl. I will. Alright. Good. Do it. <laughs> I probably could have watched it right when you guys Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. We would have explained say. it as it went on. <laughs> Absolutely. Jason, what one you want to talk about? You know, I'll tell you one I didn't like. Okay. Ooh. Night of the Little Dead. Yeah, oh, I didn't like yeah. that one either. All right, I want. I really wanted to. I know, right? I know. Bill Mosley, and it, you wanted to, but it yeah. sucked. I'm it sorry. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, oh, why, Mike? Why? <laughs> it's like it does. It does. It's got Bill Mosley. It's got Penn from Penn and Teller. You loved it it's just because you were supposed to, not because you got, did. It's got the one guy from. Uh, uh, Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Uh, it, it's got G-string underwear. Yeah. It's got midget zombie fish guys. That's the part I might not like. And it's yeah, by the what? it's by the Chiodo Brothers. Big fans. Yeah. Yeah, those are all great things. So why'd they fuck it up? <laughs> the acting is piss poor. The the idea is a little uh, weak. Yeah. And underdeveloped it's, and not it, executed it kind of well. Felt like a beer commercial, like a long beer commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it was I don't know, it was just weird. 
if I had to pick a good bright spot about it, it probably would be Bill Mosley. But even then, he felt I felt like he was just dialing it in. He, you know, was saying his lines. Yeah. I don't know. It was just weird. <laughs> it was poorly acted, man. Yeah. Like nobody in it did very well. No. It was, was weird he... to hear Adam Savage say the word "fuck." Yeah. <laughs> well, um. You know what the, you know what it always felt this this film has felt like to me it always felt like that this is the um, the teaser reel to money for a feature Whoops. like like they they shot this on a shoestring to ship it around to try to raise money to shoot a feature version because yeah there's there's no explanation of what these creatures are and what's going on and it just it just ends, just kind of abruptly ends. So it almost felt like a pilot to a TV show, like yeah, uh, just the way that it was shot. Like basically, what we're saying, like this is an un- this is completely unfinished. Yeah, it felt more like, hey, this is a bunch of friends hanging out one weekend, and hey, let's just shoot something. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll just figure it out as we go. <laughs> I, my favorite part was the little pen zombie, though. He was a little yeah! zombie with, with Penn's haircut. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. Why do you like it? I told you why I liked it. You just named off people. You didn't say anything Yeah, it's got the about most... the short. I thought the effects were cool. I liked the look yeah. of the little whatever those things are supposed to be. Zombies, I don't know. Yeah. Half zombie, half midget, half fish. Baby predators. <laughs> it's all predators <laughs> with you. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, I just thought it was fun. Just light, fluff, fun. Okay. Kinda had, it kind of felt like it had some of that Chiyoda Brothers humor and sensibility to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. I mean, I I agree. It's it's very underdeveloped, and um, like at the end of it, I'm like, I even you know, I was like, really, that's it, you know? Yeah. And I just kind of thought, well, maybe this is something that's going to lead to something else down the road. So. Well, then we then we shouldn't put it in the category of shorts. Well, it's in there because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Of the uh, the company that made it, oh, I didn't write it down. Damn it! Oh, it's um, like Ghost House. I know this yeah. one. LLC. The same one that did the the plant one or yeah. whatever that was. Yeah, the growth. Um, and I wanted to talk about these guys because I don't know a ton about them, but I'm really, but. Uh, I'm really in- intrigued about them because hold on, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find the actual um, name of the name of these like, guys. Are they friends with Penn Gillette or something? Because he was in the growth one too. Yeah. As the voice on the phone. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Well, uh, hold on. I'm doing something. Talk amongst yourselves. What? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I gotta find the name of the. Gotta find the name of this. 
if, if the fans are still listening, they should uh, go and take this time to watch all the links so we aren't spoiling them. But we're like, you know, like half an hour into this, so we've yes. just ruined Yeah, we should have said that at the beginning. Like, go and watch all of these, and then we can talk at what we at what we want about them. Just put a disclaimer uh, when it's released that you should watch all the links to these short films. Okay. Add up, add up all the running time. Yeah, Jason, do this and this. And this and oh, this. I seem to be part of your description, Terry. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> All right. Okay. It is. It. It's. <laughs> ghosts. It's Ghostworks is the name. Ghostworks. Their YouTube page is Ghostworks LLC. <clears throat> and they, who, you know, whoever these guys are, are they. They do have some relation or connection to um, Penn and Teller. I first became aware of these of these guys. Um, what was it uh, on the Diary of the Dead DVD? George Romero's Diary of the Dead. There was a short film contest that they had online. <clears throat> there was a short film contest that they had online um, for the DVD release uh, of Diary. Diary of the Dead, where George Romero would pick best zombie short films, and they would be bonus features on the DVD. Well, one of them, which I, I thought was extremely unfair, because it automatically had way more production value than probably anybody else that submitted one, was a film, a short film called Anteller, where the zombie apocalypse has happened, and it takes place in Las Vegas, and it's just Teller from Penn and Teller because Penn has been killed by a zombie. Has been killed by a zombie, so it's just Teller. So hence the title and Teller. And so it's just <laughs> it's just showing Teller dealing with the zombie outbreak, and it's all voiced over by him. So Teller's still not talking, physically talking in the film, but he's he does the voiceover. They have done four of these and Teller short films now. Hmm. And so the whole thing is really. Th these guys seem a, a really interesting. <laughs> they got Penn showing up in uh, Night of the Little Dead, and they're in the. Yeah, they, they have a lot of other connections because as we'll get into when we talk about the growth, that stars Dean Cameron, um, the Chiodo brothers are the guys who did Night of the Little Dead, uh, and. Uh, they they did oh, what's the name of that one? I don't think it's a short film. I don't think it's a feature. I don't know where to find it, but there's a trailer on their YouTube page for some kind of like space vampire or something or other movie that they did that has Neil Patrick Harris in it. So, just really wanted to know more about these guys, and I I thought I just find what they've been doing interesting, and I thought I'd share with you guys. But whatever, you guys sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Sorry>. not true. <laughs> you know, I, I it was hard to to watch that one because I had just got done watching Horror Brunch, <laughs> which was just beautiful. Like it was just just eighties. Amazing! It was just like somebody 
got, went out and bought their first VHS camera and decided they were going to make Horror Brunch. Yeah, I love Horror Brunch. I first saw Horror Brunch on cable back when I was in high school. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely an older one there. Yeah. Yeah. I love Still the, happy uh, that somebody posted it on YouTube because... Go ahead. I, I love the uh, the blatant ripoffs yeah. of classic horror movies in there. Those were entertaining, especially all of the psychos. Like there were several uh, psycho references in the middle of that. Like I was like, uh... <laughs> the the coolest thing is, and I like to call it the the naked gun style. It's just. People in the in the background continuing to eat like nothing's going yeah. on, like <laughs> it's just so slapsticky. They're oblivious to what's happening, and 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 that just makes it just makes it that much better when it's just blood and guts being thrown about, and then these people are just you know they're still like waiters, they're still bringing shit out. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that short. I mean, it's it's gore for gore's sake, but it's all for comedy. And you got you got Leatherface in there when he shows up and slices open the cooks, and then all his guts fall to the ground. Norm Bates chops his, uh, chops off his own hand for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like why not? And and for those of you listening, there's nothing to this. It's just horror brunch like people are at a restaurant eating and shit just starts getting crazy from a knife cut a butter knife cut (laughs) and that's it yeah 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 it does start with that you know somebody cuts their finger on a butter knife and it's it you know just like spilling spilling blood on on something that's possessed or something that comes to life like this outdoor cafe just starts going freaking nuts. Like this waitress becomes possessed and shoves this guy's face into a spinning um, grapefruit yeah. that slices yeah. his face up. That was awesome. Plates and plates and forks and knives are flying all over the place. Stabs in this girl's head and, there was even, and it just keeps escalating. Yeah, there's a there was an alien reference where the alien comes out, but like uh. When it comes out of his chest, it's like, yeah, <laughs> like it's like, it's like not even. That's not what the alien does, but it was just, it just added to the insanity. It was so. Wasn't good. it like a dinosaur? Like it looked like a dinosaur. <laughs> it kind of did. Kind of <laughs> did. Either way, you knew that's what it was referencing because it, well, it. Sure. You know, anything that comes out of the chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it feels like was what was the movie like? You know, five minutes long, maybe. It was like a yeah. five minute five minute setup punchline, you know, because it's right there at the end. After, and because throughout the whole thing, this guy, this one guy, is just minding his own business, enjoying his brunch, but he keeps having heads fall on his table or it's splattered yeah, with yeah. blood. So it just cuts back to him right at the end. He's like, "Check, please." Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I knew that was coming as soon as it started. I'm like, I. In the back of my mind, I'm like, "This is that's how it's either going to end or somebody's going to say it at some point during this short." <laughs> what did you think of those credits? Uh, yeah, they 
I was trying to read them, and it was like it, it, it was rolling, and then we get to the names, and it gets slower, and then it would like it would like speed up during the the black part, and then get and then get faster, and then it was it was it was really weird. Then all of a sudden, it just started flying through. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've always loved this short, and this is kind of right into uh, my my sense of humor. Mine too, totally. Cool. I'm glad you glad you guys like that one. Jason, what'd you think? Are you not, you I liked it. I I'd seen it before. Um, I can't remember if that's one I've made you watch over the years or not, or if maybe yep. you discovered it on your own. I flesh some. Yeah, whatever you said, but uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'm not sure where, but yeah, I'd seen it. It was cool. It was all right. Uh, again, I'm not. A spoof guy, so. Uh, uh, but it was it was cool. It was crazy seeing something that old. Um, just going for it, I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Mike, did you tell us what your favorite was? I don't think we discussed what one you wanted to discuss. Did we? Um, I don't What's your know. Your favorite. It's hard to pick because I picked because uh, I picked most of this list <laughs> based off of ones I've all, that I've really liked. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, since we're in the realm of spoofs and comedy, uh, I'll say that my it's what you've been gone for five minutes. <laughs> Try again, buddy. Push through. You can Come do it. to the light, Caroline. <laughs> this podcast has been blessed. <laughs> <laughs> guys hear me now? Yeah. Hey. Awesome. I totally got kicked off there for a second. Yeah, it's been rough. <laughs> Just keep up plugging away, buddy. What? What was your favorite? So my favorite, <laughs> since we're talking about spoofs and comedy my favorite is shark pool yeah ah. <laughs> which i'm pretty sure we've talked about on this show before i think we have yeah either way which, but shark pool if you haven't seen it man you gotta check it out it it plays like a trailer and it plays as a trailer completely straight like this is like the this is spinal tap of shark movie trailers because you're kind of sitting there at the end <laughs> thinking, could this be a real movie? <laughs> yeah, it does. It plays out like man, I, like you like you want to see it for sure. The, I'd and, love it, watch a whole movie of that. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be hilarious just to 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 see if somebody could write a whole movie around something like that. You know, <laughs> I would not because they couldn't. That's the only reason this is good, is because... <laughs> Some oh. shorts are meant to only be shorts. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I get so... Sorry, but I... Just the constant, like, oh, now that needs to be a feature. No, you like it because it works, yeah. because it's shorts. Yeah. This would not be good if it was 90 minutes long. It might not be good, but it would be interesting to find out how somebody would try to do that. Just to see. Yep. 
Oh, it's just I so d- funny. I love the. I just love the 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 keeping it real, dude. Like, yeah. he's just just uh, just don't go in the fucking pool. Just don't go in the pool, man. <laughs> saying the one thing that we're all saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, yeah, so Shark Pool, it's a, it's a fake trailer about these kids having a pool party at this guy's house this, over the weekend, blah, 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 and there's all the chicks in bikinis and then, you know, all that stuff. But then there's a shark in the pool, and, and kids keep getting eaten. And then you have, the, like, the one voice of reason that's always in the background of the shot when the kids are, like, trying to figure out how to deal with the situation and he's back there going just don't go in the pool yeah. <laughs> it's simple and then when it cuts to the one guy and he's just like but it's so hot out <laughs> oh god uh, it's just like the extreme of those horror movie cliches it's just to the max mm-hmm. you just but instead of having to yell at the screen, you have that one guy just there like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, the whole time. <laughs> the, the, the tagline, I love it, because it's, there's a shark in the pool, but it's a really nice pool. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> idioticness is just like, yeah. <laughs> just overcomes them. It's just excellent. It's just so good. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea for a short, for sure. Loved it. Loved it. And then if I were to have to pick a serious film as my favorite, <laughs> I would have to say Eagle Walk. Yeah. I made a point to make sure that this was on this list. Yeah. Jason and I saw this on the big screen at a film festival a few years back with Justin... And that started a whole thing. <laughs> it did. Got him in his last movie, yeah. Another yeah. short. Yeah. Yeah, should we talk about Silk, too? Have we ever talked about Silk? I don't know. I feel like we have. Maybe. Well, we've talked about it a lot, and we've seen it a lot. But yeah, <laughs> on the podcast, <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> Well, I'm jumping ahead. I brought up Eagle Pool Walk. So, what do you get? What'd you guys think of that one? I, I know you've heard us talk about it before. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch. If you've watched it before now, or this is your first yeah. viewing of it. I watched it at some point at Nalani and Dustin's. I don't know if someone okay. told us. We watched it at a Friday the Thirteenth party. That yeah. and- uh-huh. I think I made them do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And yeah, that movie's excellent. It's beautiful. I just love just about every shot in that movie. And another one, and I'm gonna go against Jason here. Another one that I would love to see a full length yeah. <laughs> version of, just because we need a really oh, good. Oh yeah, big I, I think that one totally could be, for sure. Yeah. It's not based on one joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not people trying to eat breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it as a short film, it's probably one of the best Bigfoot movies, hands down. For those out there who haven't seen it, it's a Bigfoot movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and it's also but, the longest of all the ones that we watched, so it's closer to a feature length already. Yeah. So I think it'd be easily adaptable to that. Oh sure, like you could just add a bunch more, you know, bu- bunch more characters for for the slaughter and you know more kill scenes and stuff. So stretch that shit out. And that's why you want to because it's shot so fucking well. Like, yeah. It's so yeah. pleasing to watch. That's what's great about um I don't know his name. Do you know his name? The guy who made those Rob Heimbaugh. Rob Heimbaugh. That's what's so great about him. him he's, <laughs> Rob he Heimbaugh. These, he, he takes like more He's not going to say it. Rob Heimbaugh. Hi Bob. Hi Bob. Yeah, that's it. Robbie, hi Bob. <laughs> <laughs> what's great about what's great about his stuff he takes he takes basically exploitation style plot lines and concepts that that are that you know you usually see uh, you know like the the B movies you know stuff that's not shot very well blah 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 and then but then he like makes these like beautiful beautifully shot well lit just uh, great camera angles and just like these movies are shot way till way too good for their subject matter, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about them. It's like, because this feels like it's a real love and passion for the subject matter that he's presenting to you. It's more of an exploitive subject matter um, that you generally don't get to see shot so well. Yeah, yeah, the, the especially in Eagle Walk with the night shots. I mean. Mm-hmm. With anybody that uh, has minimal budget and you know, and and time, making those n- night shots look so good, you know, probably aren't going to be good in a, in another short film. Like it's just, you know, it's just hard to, because uh, the Bigfoot ne- really isn't out in the open in broad daylight until the very end of the of the short. But they do a good job of hiding him in the shadows and seeing, you know, parts of his face. And it's just, it's just, they do a very good job with it. It's excellent. Did anyone else feel sad at the very end of the Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of sad. I mean, that kid, yeah, I mean... A fucking kid. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eagle Walk, it, it has kind of a uh, Friday 13th feel to it a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the whole stalking in the campgrounds and all that. And this thing is better shot than a, than a majority of Friday Thirteenth movies. You know, <laughs> my favorite scene. My favorite scene is there in the uh, the shower room. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. I love yeah. that scene. It's so creepy and suspense suspenseful. It does a really good job of making Bigfoot a scary, ominous creature. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes you think that. If there was a Bigfoot in real life, that yes, he could hide from you and you wouldn't be able to see him, no matter what his size was. Yeah. Ooh. Like that. 
And he took two things that we need more of in horror movies. Camping. Yes. And Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs> totally. Back. Can't argue with that. No. Um, have you guys heard of that movie Exists? Heard of it. Haven't seen it. Is that a Bigfoot movie? It's a Bigfoot movie. And I heard it's really good. Hmm. I, I was think not it's... aware that exists exists. I think it's done found footage style and uh, basically it's like a Bigfoot revenge movie because these kids kill Bigfoot's kid or something like that. That's what I kind of feel like Eagle Walk is, but that's why I felt sad. Um, at the end of the of the Eagle Walk short. Yeah, yeah, and see that's the thing. I I've um heard about existing and it made me it makes me think of Eagle Walk, so should we talk about silk? You can. Sure. Now, this is Just one do it already. This is one that uh is not on YouTube. It is. Well it's it public is? now. Yeah, say it's public. It might be Vimeo, but it's... Yeah. It is public now. Oh, because I went searching for it on YouTube. Yeah, there's other places. Yeah, In the world. Well, I just, at the top of the show, I said all the films on the list are on YouTube, so I was disclaiming that this one is not... They're out there. Yeah. So, this one stars our good buddy Justin Beam. And again, as sick and disturbing as this film is, <laughs> it's shot way too well. Like, the first half of this movie just felt a little too, like, oh, this is this is one of those short films. Like, not a lot of horror, just uh, all, like, somebody really, you know, showing off their craft and... So not a lot of substance, and then all of a sudden, shit. Yeah. Spider, there's spider babies everywhere. You. Hmm. Yeah, this one. What it takes place in? I don't know Afghanistan or something. I can't remember where the they Middle sit. East. Middle East. Yeah. And they, uh, Justin's character is going to get this uh, item. I guess money. But this the the spider does he know it's a, a spider in the movie or does it does he just think he's getting think a jar of silk? Apparent yeah he's just getting that jar of silk because apparently the jar of silk from this particular spider is silk worth a lot is of money. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Why what happens to Justin in the movie? I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, they, they they take it back and um, you know the the spider gets out and crawls in his girlfriend's uh, vagina at night and she spoiler uh, alert yep <laughs> there's vagina it's a warm safe place okay Just... yeah <laughs> and, can you blame him and then uh, stuff happens oh, stuff everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this just sounds Everywhere. Like dirty, you guys. This sounds dirty. It is I went, dirty. 
It went in her <laughs> vagina and stuff, and then there was stuff everywhere. I mean... Yeah. Uh, we're not wrong. No, we're you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but you're... <laughs> no, nothing. We're trying to get people to watch it. <laughs> well, there's an entirely naked chick that's probably enough to get them to watch it. Done. <laughs> and Justin Beam, woo! Yeah, He's yeah. not woo! the naked chick, though. Sorry, Terry. Yeah, damn it. I know. <sighs> but if you need footage of that, go to attackofthekillerpodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> Eh? Hits just went up, guys. You're welcome. We have to keep them all the podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I think Silk is just, it's awesome. So I really like the music in it. Oh, yeah. It's got a great score. Yeah, done by Rob. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Hi, Bob. So, uh, seen I've seen the film um, a few times, a couple different uh, public screenings. My favorite being when we showed it uh, at Halloween at Palooza in front of a crowded room with Justin there. <laughs> and <laughs> Linnea Quigley. <laughs> and Linnea Quigley. And have it, making Justin get up and introduce the film. <laughs> <laughs> with these senior citizens in the front row. It was awesome. <laughs> and children. And children. <laughs> and then we did a Torturous. Q&A. Did a Q&A afterwards. And the first people to raise their hand were the old people in the front <laughs> row. And we're like, oh shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I just... There's no... That was probably the second most uncomfortable moment I've ever seen Justin in in a public setting. Um, first one um, is for another day. Yeah, we can't talk about that. Yeah. yeah, I can't talk about that. Lawyers said uh, they can't talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and all they wanted to know if the spiders were CGI. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Phew, dodged a bullet there. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's great to, to watch, after you've seen it, it's great to watch other people's reactions that haven't seen it. And, yeah, like when we watched it at Crypticon uh, in Kansas City, it was cool to watch the people there uh, kind of squirm in their seats. <laughs> you get that uneasy feeling. You can just feel the tension in the room. It's Well, it's everybody's, cool. you know, people are also like, Wondering, they're just like, uh, oh, she's naked. I wonder if they're gonna. Yep, they just showed vagina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just never know sometimes what kind of movie am I watching, and then yes, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Just but it's also everybody. good. <laughs> and Justin's yeah. awesome in it. Justin I mean, does a great acting, job. The acting is great. The score is amazing. It's shot well. Some of the lighting is is brilliant. Um, and then just there's gross spiderness stuff going on. It's just it just it's so weird to me that something something so well well made could be so sick and disturbing. Yeah, and it's just a 
at the core of it, just another fucked up little monster movie. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Like the Bigfoot movie and in a unique setting and Yeah. My only complaint about the movie is is that I, I wanted more, you know, I I wanted to see what happened next and I wanted to you know, see what happened to, you know, Justin's character. It just felt like there needed to be a little bit more uh, you know, it had a Kickstarter and I think it met its goal, right? Yeah. Um, just I wanted maybe just a couple more scenes because it's not very long. It what seven minutes maybe, and I yeah. felt like it just needed a, a couple more minutes to tell just a little bit more story or, you know, get a little bit more spider monster stuff. You know, just just a little bit more. I don't know. I, other than other than I kind of want to know what happened to Justin as well, just because he's my friend. Like, what are you doing with my friend? Why'd you put a bag on his head? <laughs> Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I, I think it kind of kind of ties everything up. I think, yeah, I think it's kind of the magic of short films. I mean, is the unknown factor. I mean, we always talk about that with feature-length films, like how sometimes not knowing is better, and yeah. short films kind of offer that up. I didn't around. even know anything else. I just wanted it to keep going. Well, that's and that's, same yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. No, I, I see where you're coming from, Terry, and I agree. We definitely get that with a lot of the ones we talked about before with, like, Lights Out or Smiling yeah. Man. You know, a lot of unanswered questions, but it's but it's okay that they're unanswered because that adds to the, you know, to me that's what horror is, is, is the unknown. So mm-hmm. that's, what make things, that's what makes things so, so scary. So, but... Uh, but to, Je- to Dustin's point, I think like what's what is so great about these short some of these short films is the desire to you know it's a testimony to the craft of the of the filmmakers of you sitting there and you're wanting more at the end. Mm-hmm. They obviously right. did a good enough job to where um, you want to see what what happens next or what have you. So yeah, like horror brunch. I'm like, finally, it's over. <laughs> what enough? God damn it. Alright. So what did you guys think of Pencil Face? Creep me the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Fuck. (laughs) Smiling little bastard, Terry. Must have hated it. Yeah, I did. I fucking hated it. (laughs) Don't smile at Terry. We know this now. Uh, I want to buy Pencil Face. I want him in my house. No shit, you kind of do, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, but don't make him draw vortex. Fuck no. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be very clear with your lollipop drawing. Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, Yeah, so we've learned tonight that Terry's not only afraid of smiling human faces, but um, uh, smiling smiling pencil faces, faces too. Yeah. With buck teeth. Just oh, that. I thought that was so cool. I was like, that's it was so weird and unsettling. And very creepy. Absolutely. A giant pencil with a human face, just smiling. And this little girl grabs the pencil face and draws things and they come to life. And she just happens to draw the one thing at one the wrong thing at one point. Yeah, I tried to find a, a different version. 
And it wasn't successful because this movie looks like it's beautiful, like it like it was shot, you know, on a on a good equipment. Yeah. And the, the the version, the link that I watched, I you know, I couldn't get it above like four twenty resolution and it was like potato quality it just wasn't mm. you know but it looked you could tell like if it were a, a clean clear version it was a beautiful another beautifully shot short for sure mm-hmm. it was trippy yeah just the way it was shot and looked and i don't know yeah that graininess almost made it seem trippier to me i don't know <laughs> fucking pencils <laughs> Whose fucking nightmare was this? this is another one of those Reddit things? <laughs> nightmare, fucking Jesus! I thought the girl was awesome. I thought she kicked ass. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's got carried the whole thing. She's yeah. this pencil. The way she just let go of the pencil and it fucking just start floating there again and be like, "Okay, fuck this pencil." Yeah. Fuck this. No. <laughs> what? Again, oh, fuck. again, like, I, I, I find it creepy that the pencil face's face would never move, but there were times where it did have a slight, slightly different expression on its face. Yeah, it did. The eyes so, would move a little, just yeah. enough, just enough. Just, yeah, just a little bit oh, to it. make you notice. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, that thing's alive, oh my god. Dustin, there's no fucking <laughs> way you could have that pencil in your room ever. <laughs> I sitting over it. in the corner, he'd look over and be like, "Nope, put it in the closet." It, it didn't scare me that much, though. Oh, fuck. The, that, it's just creepy know. as shit. I don't it know. It's very creepy. It just yeah. it did it didn't frighten me. I I, uh, I thought it was awesome. I, I immediately wanted one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They missed out I on wanted... some serious marketing by not offering little pencils. I wanted to run that thing through a fucking wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's part two. <laughs> Pencil face two. <laughs> so, Dustin, another one that you um, added to the list was uh, one called Maniac, which I didn't get a chance to, to watch, but the rest of you guys watched it, right? Yep. Yeah. So, tell, so tell me about Maniac. Uh, that one is directed by our good friend Shia LaBeouf. Love. <laughs> are we are, are we all in agreement? I I think we might be the only podcast that might be Shia uh, uh, participators. I, I love Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do I. Yeah. I, um, okay, good. Um, but he directed this one, and it's about a film crew that uh, follows two serial killers, and it's like a documentary uh, type style. So they're they're following these two guys. And I found this on a, a horror website, but I really don't think it is too much other than the fact that they are killing people. But it, it plays out more like a music video or, or like a like a montage from a larger serial killer type movie. Um, it was incredibly real. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's. It, 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 it splits and it shows the two guys. Um, basically, their premise is they. Every. I'm not sure if it's every night, but this night that it's being documented, they're going out and killing eight people. And uh, they they go out and they, 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 they show it, um, them killing people. 
Uh, there's one guy that kills this girl, and he starts stabbing her. Ooh. The agony from her voice to me was uh. so incredibly real. And I, I was so sad when they panned back to the other guy who's killing somebody in an alleyway. Like, the, the guy's dog that he was walking is just, like, sitting there watching it. I thought it was, uh, I thought that was incredibly brutal. But, you know, it shows more shots throughout the night of, you know, you know a guy going into a drugstore and just shooting people. Uh, you know, just, you know, brutal. A, a guy going into an apartment and he has a shotgun. And he's, oh, he, this guy fuck. gets out of bed real quick and he just blasts him. And anytime you have, I, I don't know, like, the, the best thing you can do, I think, for impact in a movie, if it's done correctly, is have, when something like that happens, a gunshot or a stab, when <laughs> blood comes up onto the lens. Oh, you like that? Yeah. I love that. Um, I, sometimes it's done completely wrong. Sure. And it's it's done. But you know, that time it was like, oh, that gun just fucking exploded on that dude. Yeah, like you blink. Yeah. Like when when you when you tilt your head back and you blink because your 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 brain's reaction is you know to make sure that doesn't get in your eye. Uh-huh. That's when it's it, it's done at its best. And I was watching it on my computer screen with my face pressed against the screen. So, <laughs> I mean, that probably didn't help. But when you get things like that, it was just. Oh, man, like I said, it was in- incredibly real. And, uh, you know, Shia, as far as I'm concerned, can keep, you know, directing short films. Or, you know, if he wants to make a feature length and have it be something similar or as real as that, then, you know, that I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys think. Tell him, well, Terry. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you don't think you wouldn't call it a horror film? Is that what you said? Well, I felt like, if anything, it was just like a crime movie. I mean, it was, I mean, yes, there's killing in it. It was but horrific. It was horrific, yes. I but I was not scared. I was I was well, completely fucking into it, but I was not scared. You Well, okay, we are all obviously very desensitized <laughs> to a lot of this stuff. That's probably Justin's a gamer. He sees a, a lot of violence. Of senseless. These guys are just going out and randomly killing people. Yeah. How is that not fucking terrifying? I mean, good God! Like I didn't know that they were gonna. I didn't realize until like they the first ones they went after, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like that is so scary. Like, can you imagine just walking down the street, minding your own business? never fucking with anybody but you're still gonna get murdered doesn't matter like jesus christ i'm sorry i thought yeah the realness of it is what was so scary like the fact that it's just senseless and unprovoked you know yeah Uh, yeah that too and that you know like i said i i don't feel like it was uh i thought it was excellent you know it looked great but it didn't feel like it was a documentary style you know except for the few parts where of what they're filming and they're acknowledging the camera or you know you can hear the 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 directors speaking which i guess a twist is one of them with shyla because <laughs> he's <laughs> directed so um but but yeah i mean yeah i guess you can see i guess if you were scared by it then that's then that's good i guess that's you know what they wanted i i just i don't know i felt like it, I don't know. I was just really into it to see what was going to happen next, and 
and there was uh you know some good payoff and and you know some good direction i guess it was it was an, a neat little short film mm-hmm. now i didn't i didn't like get out of there the why they were doing it until you know almost the end when they're sitting down at dinner again or whatever or mm-hmm. wherever that last conversation was so like for a lot of it i'm just like what was the reason yeah. why are they doing it and so like since it was so based in reality it was so realistic like it was almost disturbing like it wasn't like like i, I about had a problem with it <laughs> because it was so real you know like it wasn't inter- right. it wasn't entertaining because i was genuinely like hey that's not fucking cool yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, that's really shitty. Innocent people are fucking being killed. This isn't cool. What What the fuck am I watching here? And, and I know that's totally part of it, you know, and I, and I see why Shia liked it, you know, the project, I'm sure, because of that. But, you know, just pushing the buttons. Yeah. Uh-huh. On what is, you know, a story and what's real and what you're watching but fucking brutal man brutal as fuck and I, and then once the story did come out in their last talk about how one only got seven and then i'm like oh fuck <laughs> you know yeah. and it's like they blame it on the documentary crew yep and i'm like oh it is a story hey there's <laughs> story here finally fuck I'm, i guess i'm glad i stuck with it but yeah, it was, it was kind of freaking me out and disturbing me a bit. Just well, yeah, I well, they, get so personal with stuff. and Well, they do mention, like, they're talking about the numbers at the beginning, but you don't know what that, right. that means until right. the end. But still, it's like, but what reason do they give you other than they were supposed to get that many? Yeah. There's, there's not. <laughs> like, it's still pretty... Uh, I don't, I Mike, don't it's know. fucking brutal, okay? It's, it's, it's brutal. And it, it does push the line between documentary and short film, I think. It's cool. It's pretty badass. I think you'll like it. Yeah, bummed that I didn't, that I missed it. I'll have to definitely check it out. It sounds awesome. You guys sold me. Yeah, you could have watched it while Dustin was explaining it. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Good. It'd be almost like a commentary episode. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you one that kind of freaked me out. Um, like I, I really enjoyed it, and then like, and then it was like fucked up, and then it was like, then I was mad, and then I, still life. I'm like, yeah. it was old. Oh yeah. But it was like a. Um, like uh what's the show with the Twilight Zone? Twilight Zone. It totally could have been a Twilight Zone oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it really felt it was so cool at first. And then it was just like, What? Is this real? And then when like shit was really he'd look back and shit was in different places, I'm like, Okay, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I kept think I kept thinking of Doctor Who while I was watching it because they have. I don't think anyone's these... ever seen that before, Terry. You can't oh, use a reference sure. like that. Uh, uh, who? 
<laughs> oh my god, seriously. They're the weeping angels, you know, that don't blink. And anytime you blink or look away, they move closer to you. It's not exactly it's a similar premise. Sounds like they stole it from this short, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this this short takes place uh, in, in a town where, um, well, I, I guess a guy is in his car, and he, it seems like he's getting sleepy. It seems like he's been driving for a while. He might be a little road-weary. Yeah, they show close-ups of his eyes looking all tired, so you, there's moments where you're like, is he just dreaming this shit? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he run, he's running yes. out of gas, so he pulls into this town, um, I, I assume to get gas, or, or he's close to home or something, I don't know. And he hits something. And uh, he gets out, and he sees that it's a mannequin, and its face is crushed. And, you know, he starts looking around, and he's wondering, you know, what the hell's going on. I just hit a mannequin. So he runs into this diner, and there's mannequins in there. And he looks out the window, and there's another mannequin over the mannequin he's just hit. And every time he takes his eyes off of these set of mannequins, they are moving. Um, and there's there's a great <coughs> sequence where he comes out of the diner and he hears the sirens of the ambulance and he turns and he sees the ambulance there and he turns back and sees someone coming out of a out of a doorway. But when he turns back to the ambulance, they've got like the gurney ready and you know they're they're moving. But we never see them move. We never see them move, which is he never makes, sees them move. Yeah, yeah, and. It's excellent. Um, I don't remember. He, uh, does he get freaked out after that and just kind of bails? And I think so. Yeah, because he just keeps hearing sirens. Yeah. He's, he's not seeing anything coming. And he just makes. He just runs for it. And then because like that one lady laying on the ground was like really staring him down. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Well, everybody was at that yeah. point, right? People were coming out, of, or mannequins were standing outside of like stores and stuff, and just staring at them. And and again, every time he turned, there'd be another one that came out from somewhere. Guilt just got to him or something. So he runs, and then he he goes into a house. And then what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> then there's a family in there. And uh, every time he takes his eyes off the father of the family, and he looks back, he's getting out a bat. So he takes the bat from the mannequin, and he just crushes it. And then he goes over and he crushes the little kid uh, mannequin, and then he just, you know, hits a home run with the wife back into the kitchen. (laughs) Here's a baby. Here's a baby upstairs. Here's a baby. That was like, oh, no. He's gonna go crush the baby mannequin. But when he gets upstairs, he gets to the bathroom and he sees himself in the mirror and he sees he's got blood on him. What? And then we see the blood. And then, you know, the cops are coming outside. And the cops come and get him and they are actually real. And when he comes down the stairs, he sees the family that he's just brutally beaten. So all the mannequins were actually real people. Which you kind of figure out as you're watching it but it's, it is a cool reveal because you're thinking that in the great back of reveal mind. yeah you don't know yeah you're like why is this did he just go crazy was he just so tired was it like yeah. he really did hit someone and like he made himself think yeah they weren't human just to not deal with it oh man it's so good 
Yeah, that's a good analysis. I like that. But yeah, very Twilight Zone-y and the fact that obviously a skewed reality and we don't know exactly what was going on. Yeah, very well done. Very awesome. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Terry? Did you like that one? I did like it. Uh, the only thing, when I was looking back after it was revealed, then I was like, well, then why when he ran over that person was there not more of an immediate reaction from, like, all the diner people and whatnot? You know, like, they probably heard that, so that wouldn't have been a quiet thing. And they're just kind of sitting there hanging out until he walks in. I don't know. Well, they're mannequins. Well, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't mannequins. Well, he ran inside pretty fast. They just heard it. Why do you go backwards and think, weirdo? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> so, speaking of mannequins, did you guys watch The Dummy? Yep. What you guys think? That was another one from my uh, childhood I remember seeing. And as a child, it creeped me the hell out. Yeah, but you still had those things. I know, I know, but they could not, when I, I, I had several ventriloquist dummies and puppets and whatnot, and uh, they would not be allowed in, in my sight when I would go to bed at night. They would have to be put away in the closet or something. <laughs> They used to creep me out at night. I loved them during the day. Scary as hell at night. Yeah, it was, it was creepy, and it was. I, I liked that it was so old, like '82 or something. Yeah, yeah, it's from the early '80s. They used to show that one on the USA Network, um, just randomly, uh, like when they would do like horror movies on Saturday night. I think it even predates uh, USA Up All Night. Um, and they would just randomly out of nowhere show the, show this short film and some other short films that I don't remember but the dummy always really stood out in my head yeah this one I I remember I talked about this one on the very first time I was on Attack of the Killer podcast we Aww. did the, the, oh, really? the doll episode yeah. but yeah I remember oh, running yeah. to the room to, to watch this you know when it was on uh, USA I remember this one and another one where it was a guy fishing and as he was fishing he sees an apple on the shore and he's like oh an apple and he eats it and he finds out the apple has a hook in it and it drags him into the water. Nice. So, <laughs> I think I've seen that one. That one, it, those, those ones always went back and forth it seemed and it was always either before or after Friday or Saturday Frightmares or whatever it was on. That was it. Yeah, you're right. Frightmares or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Those hold a special place in my heart for sure. Because it was like one of those first innocent, you know, type films that were, you know, it wasn't, it's not necessarily, you know, gory or too frightening, but it, like, as a child, it was 
perfect. It was like yeah. the perfect amount of horror and and, and gore because I mean, there is blood in the dummy, but it's not not very much. I think it's yeah. like an ankle. Yeah, There's some slices. Yeah. 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 So it's perfect for a child. I know that's weird to say. A good introduction to horror. One it's the say. perfect amount of murder for a child. Yeah. Well, when I got done seeing it, you know, because they showed it like every weekend, and you were just yeah. hoping it was going to be that short they showed, and it was, you know, it just you were just even if you didn't like dolls or you did like dolls, you were just drawn to it, and it was just it was just good. Mm-hmm. Terry, what'd you think of the dummy? I didn't revisit this one, but I do recall watching it um, at Dustin's at one point. <laughs> oh, cool. uh, I don't know when we watched it, but we did. Um, it was it was good. I've never really been a fan of dolls, as I have said before, but ventriloquist dummies don't seem to bother me as much. Oh, it was fun though. Cool. All yeah, right, it's more, it's more nostalgia for me than anything now. I think, yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, see, I didn't have that working for me. It's like, yeah, Chucky, you're not the first. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it'd be an interesting contrast to throw that one on here along with Horror Brunch, like some some older, yeah, uh, short films back when like not everybody and their mom could or would make short films like nowadays you know mm-hmm. like the bar is so raised but back then that's it's really all you had to work with so yeah what else we got gross Dean Cameron yeah yeah so jumping back to ghost works and the growth you finally watched it right Jason yeah and I love Dean Cameron, one of my favorite I, comedians of all time. I know you do, and that's why it's bugged me that I <laughs> I had to basically get to the point where we're going to do a topic on short films just to make you watch the growth. Well, let's just say we're glad that that's over now. Oh, you didn't like it? Uh, no, it was fine. It was just... Um... Was it, was it so crushing to see old man Dean Cameron? No, that's fine. I mean... I'd prefer to see him in a comedic role, of course, but yeah, I thought he was fine and great, and it. I mean, I'm just happy to see him working. Yeah, even but, if it is shark film, yeah. Yeah, I just thought like, you fuckers, Wait. why don't you treat Dean Cameron like a superstar and put him in something good instead of this shitty movie? The main Whoa, guy shitty! In that- I didn't even realize that until you just what. Yeah. Yeah, Dean yeah, Cameron. Chainsaw. School, man. Summer school. Chainsaw Dave. Yeah. No. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Pizza guy. Pizza guy. Yeah, pizza guy. From Men at Work. Yeah. I always forget that one. Crazy yeah. guy from Bad Dreams that shoves a knife through his own hand. Just me. Okay. Fine. Nope. I see that's good. <laughs> He's good in it. He's <clears throat> good in everything. But yeah, it was uh, it was a makeup kit from Walmart. It was the green like paint they painted yeah. his shoulder with, and 
I, liked... I thought the, uh, the the cut of the mushroom on his shoulder yep. and like the spores coming out was cool. Yeah, I liked that. I liked his little scissor bit in the shower a little. I'm like, why would you leave it, weirdo? But uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, the the little spore stuff and all the everything, but that base shitty green sloppy painty. I don't know. That bugged me. But yeah. And then, like, this, the way the story developed and unfolded, it was like, I'm fine with the slow, but, I don't know, it just, it's awkward. Just me? Uh, okay. No, no I, I agree. Like, it, was, it wasn't, I don't know, the pacing of it was a little funky. And I don't, I don't really know why, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of the green stuff all over the floor, and I don't know. The only thing that bothered me about this was the, I thought you were going to take me to the water park, Dad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was the shittiest and saddest line. Does that mean you don't like me anymore? Why the fuck would you say that? I felt guilty just listening to it. Like, I didn't even... (laughs) Like, wait a... Other than that, I didn't have a problem with it. It was a neat little short. Yeah. The growth. I'm just happy you didn't get anything. Yeah. Just think it, of what? It makes me think of Bubba Hotep. I got a growth on my pecker. <laughs> what do I care? <laughs> <laughs> you got bugs in this place, man. Yeah. <laughs> that leaves at least two more. Um, creepiest video on the internet. I can't remember the title. This is a fairy tale that I've heard so many times. And there are a lot of videos for this one. Yeah, little girls in bed or whatever, talking about something under her bed. Oh, fuck yeah. And when the mom looks under the bed, it's the little girl. That fucking freaked me out more than the... When her little face was down there saying, Mommy, it's in my bed, or whatever. Just yeah, seeing that little girl scared the shit out of me about as much as yeah. the other did. Yeah, me too. And the way she was lit, I was like, I'm is like, this a the, ghost? What's, what is, what's going on? Why the fuck are you down there? You're supposed to be up there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Then what's in the bed? Yeah, that's super short. That's all I really have to say about that one. <laughs> Unless anybody else have anything they want to add about it. Um, I don't think Mom's acting was very great, but the concept's always good. Did, um, yeah. there's a similar one. Did anybody, has everyone ever seen Bedfellows? Uh-huh. Probably about the same length and pretty much the same premise but there's a better payoff in that one i won't ruin it but i'm sure people that are listening right now have all seen bedfellows or it's it's one of the popular ones you've probably see, already seen an image from it it's a pretty famous image and when you see it you'll be like oh okay that's what that's from but if you get a chance watch bedfellows because it's it's probably uh, a little bit better done than this video Okay. Okay. 
It's a short film too? Yeah, short film, about the same length, maybe shorter. A little bit better payoff. Well, actually way better payoff. Oh, okay. I'm going to write that down. Bed fellows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's really writing it. it down. I did. That's his writing it down voice. Yeah. <laughs> so that leaves one left on, on the uh, master list here. Suck a blood. Suck a blood. Yeah. <laughs> I like this I, little film company. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch. Did you watch any more of their stuff? I didn't get a chance. To I started to, to, but I felt guilty because I'm like, oh, I need to watch these other ones. But this one <laughs> I'm watching is really good. And I stopped. I haven't gone back to it, though, just so I could get the other ones finished. But, yeah, they, they, their other stuff looks stellar for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, this one, the look of this one was really cool. I really liked, um, you know, and it's it's really got a fairy tale look and feel to it which is really cool oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah a little little Tim Burton-esque and I mean it essentially is a fairy tale yeah. just from the narrator reading um, what's you know what's happening because it's it's all it all rhymes what he's saying and <laughs> yeah 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 it, it is a fairy tale one and it's you know cool that the visuals kind of fit in that theme as well like the the mom like she looked she looked like a mannequin she didn't look real like the yeah and i and i liked it like the makeup on her made her look fake but i thought that was a cool look for her if that makes sense it was like she was animated without being animated i guess like (laughs) yeah making a face the point of the make, yeah, that's a good, it's a good, like, the point of the makeup is to make her look more like an animated character. Yeah. But, what's it about? What's the fairy tale? Yeah, Jason. Yeah, Terry. <laughs> uh... The suck of blood. What is the, who is the suck of blood? What's the he do? suck of blood. Is it just something made up to tell kids not to suck their thumb? I don't... Yeah. Well, at first... Or they'll come and get you. At first, I mean, I don't... I guess... That little bitch tricked him. (laughs) (laughs) What? Sorry, you were describing. No, no, that's good. Basically, it's a fairy tale about young kids who shouldn't suck their thumbs. And if they do, the suck of blood is going to get them. And so the girl... Or their uh, mums. Or, or their... Or, I tried to rhyme, but you... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, she gets scared in her bed at night because there's scary things outside of her windows. And to comfort herself, she would normally suck her thumb. But she doesn't suck her thumb. She sucks her fingers. And the suck of blood comes, and he sees her sucking your fingers. And then he goes away. When, he comes, when she comes downstairs the next morning... <laughs> We see that something has happened to her mother, or grandmother, or stepmother, whatever she is. Uh, her head's all twisted to the side, and there's blood coming out of her neck. and A big old hole in her chest. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the suck of blood just said that uh, he commended her for sucking her fingers and not her thumb. But he went ahead and took her mom. So, yeah. Really quick. Really short, very visual, pretty damn solid. 
Yeah, awesome. one of the one of the few times I think I, I don't know, I give Mike shit a lot about like wanting to make short films based off of a single joke or a single premise, and then, <laughs> but like I don't know, I thought this one was was cool because it was just another, hey, but what if what if she doesn't suck her thumb, does something else, and tricks and whatever, and but they did so much to it, it made it pretty kick ass. The narrator is what oh, sells yeah. this. Oh yeah, I had to I had to read the credits to see who that guy's who that guy was. I couldn't who tell you. No. <laughs> I don't I don't remember. That was a good story. Thanks for sharing, Mike. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's got that deep, you know, that suck up blood type, you know. That's good. Oh, that's pretty good. That's good. You should narrate. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> But yeah, he's, I mean, if they didn't have that, if it was, you know, uh, anything about a deep voice with an accent doing a fairy tale, it just makes it that much more creepy. If it was just like, you know, an, an American accent, you sucked your thumb, so I took your your mom, you know, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been very good. So, you that, know the voice, right. you know what the voice reminded me of, um, Oh, uh, um, trying to remember the guy's name. Da I want to say David Cassidy, and I'm probably wrong, but the guy who played Lurch on the Adams Family. Hmm. Kind of a mix between him and Boris Karloff when he narrated uh, um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Hmm. But David Cassidy. Uh, he did the narration for Disney's Haunted Mansion ride, and I and um, I've got a CD that that was like from an old old uh, Disney LP that uh, had this had this had the story of the Haunted Mansion on one side, and the B side had the song uh, song called Haunted Mansion that David Cassidy sang. And it's just, just a deep, deep voice, just like a, in Sucker Blood. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Kind of along those lines. So, oh, and I think, I think David Cassidy sung that song in Grinch, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. I'm probably mistaken. Well, whoever <laughs> does, I watched it because he does the they're great, the Tony the Tiger voice. Oh, did he do Tony the Tiger? Are the older it sounds, ones? It sounds the original. Yeah, it sounds yeah, it sounds the same. In my head. Cool. All right. Anyway, suck of blood. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know with that title. I didn't know what I was getting into, but it uh, it definitely paid off. <laughs> did anybody did anybody veer off and watch something? that wasn't uh, on our list or check out anything that also was cool? Well, I watched a few, uh, quite a few different ones um, that I can't remember any of the names of right now, <laughs> but in trying to come up with the list, I was I watched some other ones. There was this one, it was an animated film. I can't remember the name of it, but this little boy is walking down the street and there's this toy shop and there's this... Uh, this toy in the front window that looks just like him. It's dressed the same and all that oh, stuff. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 
And and it's cool because like the outside of the storefront, it's this big bay window, and these these two little windows above that. And when you're looking at it, it looks like a monster face. So the boy goes inside the shop, and um, uh, to try to find the doll, and the doll is gone. So he climbs up on the pedestal where the doll was, and the whole thing sinks <laughs> down, takes him away. And then, and then all of a sudden, another doll right rises up, and it's a little girl doll, and and then all of a sudden you see this little girl come walking down the street in the same dress as the doll and everything. Hmm. So it's this like monster toy shop that's um, tricking little kids in. Nice. It, was, it was pretty cool, and again, it's it's a uh, you know. A little on the creepy side, but it's cute. Is you know cutesy, you know story tale style animation. I mean, it's animated really well, but and it wasn't like anything graphic or gruesome. It would it would definitely be another good little intro for Scare children the fuck out into your kids. All right. Oh well, yeah. Once <laughs> yeah. you think they've reached that age of like, okay, shouldn't play with toys anymore. Which is yeah. never. <laughs> I still I, play I, with toys. I kind of fell down the the rabbit hole last night watching uh, a bunch of short films, and one that I watched that was really neat that you guys should check out is I think it's called The Cat with Human Hands. Oh and God! <laughs> it's really familiar. short, and it's uh, another fairy tale one. Um, it's about two guys, and they're going to this well uh, where this cat used to live with human hands. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, the they 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 pan back or they, they they he talk this old guy's telling the story about the cat and how it came out of the well and there was a kid there and and the cat had human hands and it's all stop animation the mm-hmm. uh, the you know the background of it and um, he talks about how the cat would uh, took the the child's face um, and now it was a cat with a human face and human hands. And uh, you know everybody who everybody who went to that well would disappear, and and uh, the cat would just keep taking body parts until it was ready for its last one. It never got its tongue, and then right as he's getting ready to say tongue, the guy he's with like grabs him and pushes his face into his and bites his tongue off, and then he has the tongue because he's the cat with human hands, and and uh, nice. And then he, he eats the man, and it was uh, it's a real little fairy tale, and it was really cool. Yeah, that sounds like a cool one. I'll check that out. Cat with human hands. <laughs> Gotta use your writing down voice. Sorry. Oh yeah, I'm writing it down right now. Cat with human hands. There's some good killer robot ones out there too. Hands. Oh yeah. Yeah, those if you there's I can't remember what they were called, but they there's a couple there was a couple there that were good, but uh, you know it's it's hard to find good versions of them. Oh. You know people try to you know take it and you know put it on their channel, and you think it's like you know the original version, and then you look and it's just somebody who's like, yeah. my name's John and I upload movies, bruh. You know, it's just <laughs> so you don't get the good quality. Yeah, I can't remember any other ones I've wa- I watched. That just makes me think of that weird, like, 50s sci-fi giant robot colorful thing we saw at a film festival a while back, maybe Criff, a couple years ago. 
Oh, is that the one? Are you, yeah. Wait, is that the one with the little boy? He's got the toys. Yep. And when he plays with the toys, that that happens for real. Yeah. No. Looks like this giant monster's trashing the city. Yep. Such yeah. a good idea. What about you, Jason? You remember the one? I think it was. I think it was at the same film festival, uh, B movie yeah. celebration. I think it was. Um. Oh, you do remember. Yep. Okay. Good. It's good. It's a good one. I think that's the <laughs> '50s one I was thinking about. It was like the but, throwback one. Really but what stylized. About the, Go ahead. What about the one that kind of seemed seemed like a '50s throwback to like alien films? Yep. And it turned out, and it turned out to be this kid getting a lobotomy. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one took a very dark turn. Nothing more fun than a child lobotomy. Yeah. We also remember the one, uh, the 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 Christine parody one that we saw. Oh yeah, Dustin loves that. Yeah, that's a good one. I can't remember the name of it though. What was it? Oh fuck! What was it called? Uh, it was kind of a parody of Christine. It's, it's like a. Basically, I mean, it, it's like somewhere say, between that and like a Kavinsky cover. I thought I'm, I thought I had you watch that once. Dang it. Maybe I did. I'm trying to think uh, about it. Yeah, it's a basically, basically, it's just like Christine, only it's a different car and has a different name to it. So, it's another single name title, and the car's name is the name of the movie. Penelope? That's no, not. <laughs> Penelope. Yeah. <laughs> But that's a good one. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Terry, do you have any other one honorable no. mentions you want to bring out? No, nothing. Okay. No. All right. Well, cool. So I think that may be Attack of the Killer podcast record for. We um, talked about 14 films in under two hours. <laughs> you should go watch Call Girl, too. It's online. 15. Oh, yeah, dang it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Call Girl. I thought about adding that to the list, but I didn't know if it was online anywhere. I believe it is now. It's on a, a horror website. Oh, okay. Fuck if I remember. It starts with an E. Anyway. Car girl Car Girl? Call no. Girl. Call Girl. <laughs> directed by um, directed by our friend Jill Six. Yep. Who's been on this show before. Long, long time ago. Been on the show before. Jason worked on it. And Jason did sound. Yeah. Woo. He did. Yep. So so Jason, tell us about Call Girl. Uh Lawrence Harvey's in it. Tristan Risk is in it. It's one shot based on uh, webcam fun. Call girl! <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's, it, I like it. It's a good, sh it's a good short. It's I good. agree. It's great. 
Cool. All right. So maybe we should take a quick break and come back and see what else is going on. Yeah. Is that a good deal? All right, let's take a quick break. <laughs> good evening. It's intermission time. Our service is friendly and quick. You'll find hot dogs, hamburgers, pizza, your favorite candies, hot and cold beverages, and other delicious snacks. So add to your fun of watching the movie. Visit our refreshment stand right now. We're glad to have you with us tonight. We hope you'll come to see us often. It's great to get out to the movies. Do you find your life lacking meaning and purpose? Do you get up every morning and say, there's gotta be a better way? Are you a horror film fan and don't understand why your friends and family hasn't seen Necromantic? Do you know people who say that they love Jason from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? Are you bored with your current podcast? Do you find yourself answering these questions out loud and getting weird looks from other people in your office? Well, now you never have to worry about those nasty stains again. Now you have a meaning to your boring, miserable life because now you can listen to... Attack of the Killer Podcast. That's right, Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attack of the Killer Podcast has all the vitamins and minerals for a well-balanced breakfast. On Attack of the Killer Podcast, you can marvel at the crew as they discuss various horror films, such as High Tension and High, high tension. Listen with your ear holes as the attackers pick a topic and then derail from that topic for at least an hour every episode. Be extremely disturbed as you learn the true love Insane Mike has for his Jason Goes to Hell DVD. But wait, there's more. The gang at Attack of the Killer Podcast give you their guarantee that every episode will contain at least two hours of in-depth horror discussion or at least until they get bored, which usually happens after about the first 30 minutes. Listen to what this satisfied customer has to say about Attack of the Killer Podcast. Who the hell are you? What are you doing in my bathroom? So don't wait. Follow the rest of the mindless sheep and listen to Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attack of the Killer Podcast can be heard at attackofthekillerpodcast.com or at stitcher.com. You can also follow Attack of the Killer Podcast on Facebook at Attack of the Killer Podcast or on Twitter at AOTKP. So act now. Offers limited. Operators are standing by. Blah, 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 blah. And we're back. Everybody feel refreshed after that break? Ah, I got to stretch my stuff. Get to... <laughs> Your stuff. I thought we were being vague tonight, like when we were talking about silk. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I meant legs. What, you weirdos? What the hell would you... <sighs> we were vague talking about silk? We can get more explicit if Let's... we really want. Uh, we're, we're we're past that. We already took a break. Okay. Can't go back. So that means it's segments time. Let's start off with a little bit of shout outs. It's time for shout outs. Okay, so on shoutouts today, I asked, what are your favorite horror short films? And our coolest fan of all time, and it's not just because she's the only one who replied or anything, <laughs> but Lisa Norvell Owen said, Doll Boy. Anybody seen that? Ooh, no. Mike, do, the, do it. Yeah, we can watch it. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Got it. I like to think that 
it's just Facebook being douchier and douchier every week. It's not because people aren't like paying attention anymore. It's just you know that their the spread of their posts just gets smaller and smaller every week. And we're I don't think we're gonna you know I don't want us to start paying for boosting posts. You know it's just hard for yeah. fans yeah. to see a page's posts anymore. So I don't know if there's anything else we can do to. Well, I don't know about like a mailing list seems too Twitter. much. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Twitter seems even worse to me. Like when I'm on Twitter, I's like I just post something and it's gone. <laughs> like no one ever sees it. So uh, yeah, it's just lost. So you can just say whatever you want. Anyway, so. Okay, well, fans, just, you know... It kind of seems... It kind of, you know, it just kind of depends. Because there's other times, you know, we don't have a lot of replies, but other times we have, like, a crap ton. So, uh, but, know. yeah, I mean, like, literally, in the last month, every week, it's getting worse. The more I read about stuff. and So just fans, when you're on Facebook, just go to our page and make sure that you click somewhere that says Show in Your Feed. You know, that's important. And Anyway, so, and nothing on Twitter... And what would you think if we just if we maybe dropped the questions and we just asked for general feedback? I don't know what the difference is that. What you well, mean? the people can leave feedback directly after listening to a show, let's say, and they can post their comments about what they heard on the show, and we can read those on the next episode. I don't know. Oh, that's fine. It's just a thought. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. If you're I'm... listening, go ahead and post feedback about how you would like to leave your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> but don't have it, your computer turned up too loud, or you might get no. Okay, feedback. Fine. feedback. Yes, we got it. We got it. But Lisa is awesome because she post pointed out that we had a some annoying. Uh, dings and notification buzzes in our last few episodes that I wasn't necessarily hearing when we were recording it, but I think we have it figured out this time. I think it's so it's been remedied, yes. I think so. So Lisa let us yeah. know. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah, you're the only sure. one who listens to this show. <laughs> None of us do. Oh, no. None of us do. <sighs> Anymore. I don't know why Mike so, stopped listening, but So thanks Lisa for the heads up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's shout outs. Woo, shout outs. You know what you know what time it would be good for? Anyone? Hmm. Insane's picks. Ah, oh, shit, son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, for Insane's pick this episode, I picked a short film. Oh, weird. Oh. 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 Man, I hope that was going to go longer, but it's about shorts, so that's good. So I'll keep it. I'll keep it short. Yeah, right. Um, oh my god. <laughs> the short I have picked is called Doll Boy. Oh wait, I no. wrote that on my page. <laughs> okay, the one I picked is from 1994, called My Sweet Satan. Your what? Yeah. My Sweet Satan. Mm-hmm. My sweet Satan. 
<clears throat> Written and directed by Jim Van Beber, who I think I may have briefly talked about this short film on Insane's Pick before, because I know I've talked about the movie Deadbeat at Dawn, uh, which is which was his first feature film, and My Sweet Satan is a bonus feature on that uh, on that DVD. Uh, Jim Van Beaver is a kind of a crazy awesome independent filmmaker. He also did the movie um, The Manson Family. Uh, he's done a lot of um, directing and music videos. He's directed music videos for like groups like Pantera. Uh, Super Joint Ritual, Skinny Puppy, and my favorite band, Necropaga. Uh, my Sweet Satan, it's based on a true story. It's 19 minutes long. Uh, basically, um, Jim stars as the, the main character from the film. His name is Ricky, uh, who is this kind of punk uh, teenage uh, Satan worshiper who, you know... The first half of the movie is just a lot of debauchery and that kind of thing, and and um, a lot of a lot of things uh, weird things go on in this, like a lot of satanic imagery, um, real nipple piercings, uh, good times. But basically, uh, he was at this party and one of his friends steals from him, so Jim gets revenge by by tricking the kid to go out camping with him and one of his buddies, uh, and Ricky makes the kid strip naked kills him and then literally smashes his head into an unrecognizable pile of goo it is one of the most one of the most bloodiest things ever because it just it's just relentless just constant smashing smashing and when i say unrecognizable pile of goo it, seriously there's nothing humanistic left um after this head smashing <clears throat> And the movie ends, spoiler alert, but the movie ends with, uh, you know, Ricky ends up in jail and uh, ends up hanging himself in prison. And even that scene is just completely unflinching and does not, does not look away whatsoever uh, at this man hanging himself. So it's not, it's not like a, a fun little, you know, horror film or anything like that. It's definitely, uh, definitely... Um, not for the squeamish and not for the faint of heart. Uh, it's pretty realistic and shocking. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a must-see for hardcore gore fans or fans of uh, uh, movies based on like real events uh, or real-life horrors. Um, so, yeah, if you can find it, uh, like I said, it was a bonus feature on Deadbeat on the Deadbeat of Dawn DVD, released uh, several years ago. By Synapsis Films, so I don't even know if, if that DVD is still in print. Um, and I think there was even a, a short film collection DVD by Jim that was released at one point uh, by somebody, but I've yet to be able to find that. But that I think that's supposed to have My Sweet Satan on it as well. Um, so yeah, so if you could find it, check it out, My Sweet Satan. Cool, awesome. Sounds brutal. Yeah. It is that head. Seriously, that head stomping scene is just like, to me, it's, it was it's like one of extremely horrific. Is the idea of like you know you're just getting your head smashed, but then getting smashed to the point where no one would even recognize that what you're looking at is human is terrifying to me. So anyway, <clears throat> I love a good head smashing. 
Yeah. So that's another episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. What you think, guys? Short films, right? Fun. Yeah. We could have probably yeah. went on forever because there's so many of them oh, out there. Man. Yeah. yeah. We can do a volume kinda, two and three and four and. Yeah, like I said, I think this is a topic. I mean, if you guys are down for it, that we can definitely revisit. Um, it's not definitely, you know, in horror podcasts or a lot of movie podcasts, really, I've yet to really find any that do discuss short films. So it's nice to uh, for some of those filmmakers to, you know, be able to hear somebody talking about about their films uh, for once and not always just, you know, the features and what have you. So guys are game we can definitely come back to it maybe i'll come yeah. up with a longer list it kind of feels like you know some of the short films you know how much can you really talk about but well we should get some of the directors and actors next time mm-hmm. yeah we totally could we we have enough filmmaking friends yeah who have, uh, especially ones that have made short films and horror films and it's not totally like we're dealing them. with uh you know a-listers here i'm sure if we contacted some of these directors and actors oh sure yeah they'd probably be game Totally, yeah. Yeah, a chance to talk about their film in depth. Yeah, totally. we could have the director of Helen Hunt, Demon Hunter on. <laughs> <laughs> and the stars, maybe. Who knows? Just the possibilities are endless. Yes. Who, who was the director? Is that the same person that directed Zombie Love? No. That was Dustin. Guy. That was Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Rex, who oh, did yeah, all wait. those? Rex, yeah, Rex did the other ones. I'm sorry, but yeah, who's been on the show? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. So that's another episode of a Take a Killer podcast. Slow day on. Every time. Thanks for listening. Um, please leave, leave some feedback to give Jason something to do during uh, uh, shout outs mm-hmm. and we will talk to you all next time bye bye <laughs> what? Dustin <laughs> oh no could this be the end of <laughs> what? Attack of the Killer Podcast Attack